You're listening to PetLifeRadio.com. This episode brought to you by PetFlow, the leader in pet food and supplies. It's a big world out there, and you're just looking for a pat on the back or head. You run around the city, searching for a place to bark, working your tail off with your nose to the ground, sniffing for a few scraps, hoping someone will throw you a bone. You take each lead, collar after collar, hoping one day to take a bite out of success and become the top dog. Fortunately, you come home each day to open arms, open cans, a drink waiting for you, and a comfortable place in front of a TV set. You know you've got it good, really good, because after all, it's a doggy dog world out there. Pet Life Radio presents It's a Doggy Dog World with your host, pet expert and award-winning author, Liz Palaika, and this week's co-hosts, Kate Abbott and Petra Burke. Hi, welcome to It's a Doggy Dog World. I'm your host, Liz Palaika, and with me today are my good friends, Petra Burke. Hello. And Kate Abbott. How do? And today we're going to talk about trick training. We've talked about this before, and we'll talk about it again, because we... We love trick training. It's great for the dog owner relationship, and it's a lot of fun. You know what? I think before we go uh, any further, if you're heavy breathing in the background, that'd be the dogs. We're, uh, we're it's now- not Kate. Our dogs had just had a, a really good run around uh, the field, and they're all breathing hard. So, yes, the noise in the background is dog breath. Yeah. <laughs> not us. <laughs> And on that point, let's have a word with our sponsor. Our podcast today is sponsored by PetFlow.com. They're an online pet supply store, and I've ordered from them, ordered several things from them, and was impressed by the service. I got the box to my house within two days, which is really good. Yeah. Plus, they have what they call their doorbuster specials, and I got an email this morning saying that the items that were on the doorbuster specials were 80% off. Now, I don't care wow. what you're buying. If something is 80% off, that's absolutely awesome. And they have new specials every day. So we'll talk about them a little bit more in the show, uh, a little bit later in the show. But if you've got a pen, jot it down. If you go to www.petflow.com slash doggy, D-O-G-G-Y, and you use the coupon code DOGGY, D-O-G-G-Y, you'll get free shipping on any order above $39. So back to trick training. You want to talk a little bit, Kate, about why we like trick training? I mean, other than the fact that it's just fun. It's fun um, for a busy, active dog. It's almost a necessity. (laughs) You know, as I say, you can only do so many sits and downs before you and your dog get bored. And, and you still I'm running need to work into, it. I'm running into that with bones. Yep. My for those of you who are regular listeners, you know my one year old puppy, Bones, is a pretty active boy. I've talked about that several podcasts. But he particularly dislikes repetition. Over and over and over again, he'll do it, he'll cooperate, but it gets slower and there's less enthusiasm and it doesn't matter how many treats are involved, it's like I've done that. I There's know, no more challenge. I know how to do that. Let's do something else. Yeah. And having a terrier now, yes. Yeah. <laughs> it's very definitely a part of the terrier. Been there, done that. Let's move on. Yeah. The things to do. But you know what? It's also good for dogs that, I mean, I don't really have a busy one. I just have a... I'm waiting to see what adjective you come up with. I know. Apparently, um, yeah. Silly. Okay. Goofy. Yeah. Yeah, I should have named him Goofy. Energetic. 
Yeah. I mean, he settles down and snuggles, but... You know what, and surprisingly, after other Aussie moved on with uh, with Kayla to a different state, um, yeah, he settled down a lot. But what's nice is he does a lot of tricks, and I've shown my aunt. So now uh-huh. my aunt, who lives with me, and she has no dog skills whatsoever, has copied what I've done. So every time he needs a treat, he's got to work on the tricks. Okay. And you know what's also good? To do it with kids. Yeah, my um, niece and nephew—they're—they're they're kind of worried about dogs. But if I make Rio, who's very busy and moves very fast, do tricks, all of a sudden he's not so scary because he's such a sudden mover. They feel a little control of over what he's doing, mm-hmm. and he's happy to work for them. He's, yeah, love to do them, and it's a bit of a release. I don't ask my kids to do their tricks the exact same way every time. Sure. So they get to throw a little flair into it if they want. It's just not as it's not as important if I say shake that they do it the very first time and only time I say it. Sure. So and Walter does like to improvise. Yes, he does. Yes. yes. So his late funny. fall down and die is always a different so routine. I like um, when he's in a dramatic mood. Yes. Yes. Yeah, he does that very well. He'll really get into it. But then I think, you know, it's an also a good avenue for people who are like, oh, okay, I've taught my dog all the basic commands, now what? Yeah. It's like, okay, well, let's have some fun. Let's teach them new commands. And you giggle, you laugh, and you have a good time. I do seem to be seeing, too, a lot these days in my private training of dogs that are anxious or fearful. And so one of the techniques that I've been working with a lot is to to give the dog small amounts of stress and then help them overcome it. And so something like a trick, the owners are not as, I don't know, invested in that they must do it right. Not so tense. Well, and it's Sometimes they're so, so serious. And-, and so building on the tricks and making them a little more complicated or asking them to do the old box trick, you know, where you put a box down and you, you let them figure, figure out something to do sure. with it and you yeah. praise them for it. And then the next time, look for something different for them to do with it and reward it. So there is a little bit of stress there in what am I supposed to do, how am I doing But as they learn that they get rewarded for trying different things, mm-hmm. they start to relax a little bit more mm-hmm. uh, and have more confidence. And then there's like Bashir who hits the box like a tornado yeah. and does 25 <laughs> zillion things with it all at once and then goes, cool, was that good? <laughs> But, you know, even if all the dog does is go up and put his nose in there, uh-huh. then they're so relaxed afterwards. The owner's going, wow, look at how relaxed he is because he's been thinking. Mm-hmm. Yeah, or you start giggling. The owners start yep. laughing. We yep. just had that with Rio, actually. My aunt had a paper bag, and she had leftover. I don't know what was in there. Nothing harmful, obviously. So Rio stuck his head in the bag, and she had lost grip for a moment. It was a big bag. But he's walking around still trying to lick the bottom of it. <laughs> she starts cracking up. The bag comes off. He's all happy. And then he right. purposely sticks his head again, and it comes out like, did uh, you laugh again? Was that fun? Yeah. You know? So. It's a little courage. A little courage. To, to do these things. So anyway, it's fun. I like trick training also because... I think every time I teach one of my dogs a trick, I learn a little bit more about that individual dog and get a little better at my own training skills. Yeah. I took uh, Bones through the last two trick training classes and taught him some different tricks in each one. And the first time we went through, he was a little hesitant. And although he's 
had a significant amount of obedience training. This was the first time I had started tricks with him. And so I was a little more hesitant. How is he going to take to it? Is he going to enjoy it? Are we going to enjoy it? And then the second round of classes, we went into it like, yeah, we can do this. I know mm-hmm. he likes it. He, I can communicate with him. It's great fun. And that's when he started adding his flares. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> he started adding his own little additions onto it. Mm-hmm. And when he did, I'd reward it. Yeah, cool. Look at you. Hot right. stuff. Right. And, uh, and we did. We had, we had great fun. But it gave, especially with him in adolescence, It gave us a chance to work together, to build that teamwork, and for me to work on my training skills because every single one of my three dogs is different and how I approach the training with them is different. So getting a chance to really practice that and laugh at the same time is Yeah, there's just not the pressure on the dog or the human to, you know, get there. Right. And we've seen so many of our students, the dogs come out of their shell. Yes, and that's really nice to see. You know, very few people giggle and applaud when their dog sits. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And sometimes it's hard to get them to reward enough. Yes. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know, your dog's sad. Praise him. Give him a cookie. Oh, but I was already thinking about the stay. <laughs> you know, they've already moved on. Yeah. You know, to the next level. Mm-hmm. And my mom with her new puppy, I'm constantly telling her, praise him. He's sitting. He's just a baby. Praise him. Well, he knows it. Praise him anyway. I love my mom dearly, but she is not a dog trainer. I did not get my dog training skills from her. No. Well, you took them all, and that's why she has none. Yeah, well, whichever. And then occasionally you can turn a trick into something useful, by going out to get the newspaper. Sure. I love Walter getting my... He not only gets my slippers, but he takes my shoes back to my bedroom for me. When he gets my slipper. Okay, mm-hmm. so we wanted to talk about some tricks. Let's talk about how you taught that one. Everybody, run real quick, grab a pen and a piece of paper. <laughs> All right, you got it? Sit back down. Okay, now how did you break that into training Wait, steps? they're still looking for a pen. <laughs> First, teach your dog to recognize pen. Yeah. <laughs> go find it. Go fetch the pen. There you go. Well, starting way back is getting them to retrieve something. Right. So playing the game fetch. Uh-huh. And then putting some vocabulary in that simple game of fetch. You know, I ask some, so many people, hey, do you play fetch with your dog? Yeah, I do. Okay, so when he brings the ball back, how do you get it back? Oh, he drops it, and then he runs five feet out and waits for me to throw it again. Okay, so let's ask him to put it in your hand. Oh, now it's a whole different game. Mm-hmm. So teaching them to, to bring it all the way to you and trade. Define trade. Trade is to... Give up the object to you and get something back in return. So you got a cookie in one hand. You hold out your empty hand, palm up, ask your dog to bring it to you, drop it in your hand, and he gets a cookie. Right. And I think very hard about the definitions. When I tell Walter to give, that means I want him to bring it over to me and hang on to it while I take a hold of the object and then open his mouth and let me have it. Right. So I would call him to me, take a hold of the object, then produce the treat. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. When he opens his mouth to let go of the object and take the treat, I say, good give. Right. Then if I want him to come over and just open his jaws and let it fall, then I tell him to drop it. Right. So then it's waving the cookie around until he drops the object to take the cookie. Good drop. Yay. And then... And actually, there are uses for either or. Because I There do are the some things thing. I don't want to touch. Yeah. 
Yeah, the yeah. De- dead lizard, the dead and mouse. The, the nice thing about the drop is then that can come into teaching them to put things into an object, picking up their toys and putting them in a toy box. Right. Or a toy basket. Right. Or picking up trash and putting it in the trash. Right. So, but you have to get the object under control between you and the puppy dog. Okay, then the next step would be to teach them the different objects of different names. So we did it with toys. Mm-hmm. I'd have one toy, and I'd say, get your thing as I threw it. Get your squirrel. Get your squirrel. Get your squirrel. And then I'd put that aside for a while and bring out something else. Go get the carrot. Go get the carrot. Go get the carrot. Yay! Good your carrot. dogs have weird toys. Yes, they do. <laughs> okay. Yeah, I was just thinking <laughs> that, reality, too. He's got the beer <laughs> bottle. It's, it's a squeaky beer bottle. But anyway. Oh, right. I was trying to think of more generic. And then I bring out both toys together. I can see uh-huh. her. Go get the beer. Yes! <laughs> It's like Hound's Brew or something, and it's a squeaky bottle. Anyway. And then ask him. Now, if he gets the wrong object and brings it back to me, he doesn't get reprimanded. But he doesn't get a reward. But he doesn't get a reward. I just say, oh, pick it up, put it away, and say, go get the other, whatever is left. So after a while, he did start choosing. And I am watching my terrier on extreme alert, so we might have a bark in a minute here. I'm not sure what he thinks he sees out the window, but he has gone into high, high, high alert. Oh, yes. Every muscle quivering there. <laughs> so just in case you hear an outroar of terriers, terrier barking, and Patriot's going to go help him and look through the window and see what it is. Okay. Whatever it is, he's going to move from the window to the door. And he's getting everybody wound up. There's nothing out there. There's, he's sure there is. You just can't see it. All right, so... We'll interrupt Kate for just a minute, and let's talk about our sponsor again, and then we'll come back to continuing on how to teach your dog to retrieve or take your shoes away and bring back your slippers. Our sponsor for tonight's podcast, as I said at the beginning of the podcast, is PetFlow.com. PetFlow is an online pet supply store. They carry more than 150 brands of dog food, which is absolutely amazing. One of our favorite foods that we recommend a lot, and we all, all three of us feed, is the Honest Kitchen food, and Pet Flow carries that. And I know a lot of people always ask us, oh my God, is that so expensive? And the fact that it comes in a box, I think, is very misleading. Right. You know, And I it's mean, a dehydrated food. Yeah, dehydrated. I mean, granted, you it's, what, 40-some pounds of food. Well, equivalent. Equivalent to mm-hmm. if you dry food. But what's nice about PetFlow.com is they you can do a price comparison per pound with a variety of foods um, that they carry on their website. So, I mean, there's an Honest Kitchen and... Sojo's. Sojo's is another dehydrated. Mm-hmm. The different kinds of mix. So, and they do the comparison for you. I mean, you can... They break it down per pound. Per pound. Right. Yeah. So you can just look on the website. If you were looking at the Honest Kitchen's Force, which is a grain-free chicken food, the price per pound for... Either size of their boxes. They have a four pound box or a ten pound box. Yeah, it looks like let's see on here the ten pound box, which is you know normally any average size dog is probably the size you get. What is it? Eight dollars per pound. And so if we were to compare that to a Sochos food, oh, uh, let's see, I only have a two pound, two pound, to a ten ounce. Ten. Well, the two pound box is eight dollars and fifty cents a pound. Oh, so that's a two pound box. That's a two pound box. Oh, okay. But anyway, they, yeah. it, it gives you. A little easier way to compare foods, especially if you're looking at the cost for feeding. And when you have a food that you like, your dog likes, it's working well, 
then you can set it up on a schedule. Right. So they'll just ship it out every so often. Right. You don't even have to remember to order it. And that, that's as far as wonderful. I'm concerned, that's awesome. Yeah. Because yeah. unfortunately, if you run out in the middle of the night or on a, or I'm not just saying the middle of the night, like in the evening and it's on a holiday, you can't go running to Albertsons or Ralph to pick up Sojo's or Honest Kitchen. Right. right. <laughs> you know, it's a, yeah. pretty much of a specialty food. Kind of a neat idea, I think, is their spoiled rotten idea uh, plan. So you sign up. For however many times a month, or however many months you want it. You know, the old Fruit of the Month Club? Right. Uh-huh. Okay, well, this is the Spoiled Rotten Club, and you can choose for dogs or for cats, and once a month you get a surprise box. Which is so cool. You know, of either dog, <laughs> Dude, appropriate, or cat. Sounds like fun. <laughs> Doesn't yeah. it? Yeah. 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 I think it's more surprise for us. Look what you got! <laughs> oh, yeah, Christmas you get to have the end. box, bring it in, open <laughs> up, and say, it's, it's a, Christmas! It's a birthday, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Now, PetFlow has offered a discount for our listeners. If you go to www.petflow.com slash doggy, D-O-G-G-Y, and you use the coupon code doggy, D-O-G-G-Y, you'll get free shipping on any order above $39. And, you know, if you get... That's easy to do. That's easy to do. And, and if you yeah, cool get some heavy, heavy products or a number of different products... Free shipping is nothing to sneeze at. So again, that's www.petflow.com slash D-O-G-G-Y and the coupon code D-O-G-G-Y and get some cool stuff for your dog, some some excellent dog foods, toys, treats, uh, games. They have a little bit of everything. And like I said at the beginning of the show, I was really impressed with the ordering process. Some websites make ordering difficult, and uh, some of them are very convoluted, but I thought this one worked really well. Very nice. Yep. All right, so back to the trick. So you've you've taught the dog to recognize different things. And to carry them and bring them to you. So uh, what I did was take off a shoe and have Walter carry it to some place and drop it. And I would praise him and tell him, oh, that's all wonderful. So I used the hallway, and I put my slippers at the beginning of the hallway from the great room. Hmm. So I took off my one shoe, gave it to him, walked with him to where the slippers were, praised him for dropping the shoe there, and gave him a reward. Yay, yay! Told him to pick up one of the slippers. Yay! We go back into the great room. He gives it to me. He gets his reward there. And so then I did it with the next shoe. So each night, we got to practice twice. Two shoes, two feet, uh, two (laughs) slippers. Good thing you have two feet. Yes. And... uh, Each night, I moved the slippers further and further back in the hall and started hanging back a little bit. So, go take my shoe, and from a distance, I tell him to drop it and pick up the slipper, and then he'd bring it back. And he got extra rewards because I didn't have to walk that far. (laughs) Until I had the slippers all the way back in my bedroom. And I can sit down now in the family room, take off a shoe. He tears. He can't wait for me to get it off. Actually, we're working on him. Taking it off your foot? Yes. How did I know that was next? Yes. Is he going to make coffee next? <laughs> Thinking when we go on a road trip. Well, you know. One cup of coffee, please. We've, we've got that the coffee maker thing. You just put the pot in. And so that's not that. Yeah. Oh, I'm going to ponder that. Yeah, okay. Huh. Okay. As long as he doesn't taste it. Walter, <laughs> Walter on caffeine? No. Oh, man. No, 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 no. He'll be no. taking him shoes off to try to find those slippers all right well it got to the point yeah where he could hardly wait for me to take off my shoes (laughs) and so i was like okay fine i'll just untie them and then you you yank them off my feet yeah that was cool 
And then he dashes down the hallway to my bedroom and drops it and picks up the bed. You know, it's a good thing he's a small dog. Thinking of Bashir taking off my shoes, I probably wouldn't have any feet left. Ah. You have the wood floors. I can just picture a big dog trying to take off your shoe and dragging you down the hallway. Oh, with boots on. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, it's just a vision. I guess. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Wait, I mean, Wait, I've worked on socks a couple of times, but I'm so ticklish. Oh, it's hard I to get him. I didn't know that. Oh. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Hold her down to get her feet. I just told the world, didn't I? Yeah. Oh, no. I did not know I'm that. I'm only ticklish when my dog does it. Right. Uh-huh. right. We'll, we'll test that. Okay. <laughs> Road trip happening. So once you've done an object, though, so the shoes in okay. exchange for the slippers... But the same idea with the newspaper. Sure. So I have many steps from my front door to my driveway. It's much nicer to have him go do it. Yep. And as you know, your your mother lives and um, your aunt Petra, they mm-hmm. don't train. Well, neither does my roommate. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. But she we loves... We all have a handicap, you know. <laughs> yeah. She loves to get a treat ready and open the door and go send Walter to go get go get the paper. Mm-hmm. You know. Mm-hmm. And he comes back all thrilled with joy and, you know. To the point now where the terrier is getting jealous. And when Walter drops the paper in front of Virginia, then the terrier picks it up and shakes it. And, you know, is this, is this what we're supposed to be doing? Yeah. Killing the paper? Yeah. <laughs> Bashir has been getting the newspaper for the last couple years since my former newspaper delivery dog passed away. And Bones is standing inside the door going, hey, yeah, hey, I, I can do that. Let me do it. He gets to run out there and gets a cookie. <laughs> And yes, there are still paper deliveries. Yeah. You know, I can't cancel it. I get most of my news on the computer. I, I do. I subscribe. Something about old-fashioned, sitting there with a cup of coffee and look, reading a newspaper. And, and I really could I break Bashir's heart. Yes. You know, he waited when he was young. Dax got the paper. Yeah. And then as he grew up, Riker got the paper. Right. And, and he's graduated now to he's it's, he gets the paper. Yeah. And I I couldn't break his heart, so I'm going to subscribe to the paper. <laughs> I subscribe for my dog. Yeah, yeah, I do. Other so useful. any training issues that people could run into or training tips for this? Because it's a pretty convoluted trick. Take it very slow. In trick class, I'm always telling people, if you can't go from A to B, and sometimes it's a great big step for the dog, then can you find a halfway point? Mm-hmm. And can you get there and reward the dog? But you know what? One thing I think we've all also noticed is sometimes taking a break from that trick. Oh, yes. And then when you reintroduce it, all of a sudden it seems like it took the time to meld and then soak in their brain. And all of a sudden they even do it better when you're reintroducing Especially it. Especially if they hit a hard spot. Mm-hmm. Rather mm-hmm. than drilling at that hard spot and drilling and drilling and drilling and making you and your dog both frustrated... Yeah. yeah, take a step back. Give him a break. Do something different. I really noticed that. I was teaching Walter to step on a pedal to open the lid of a trash can. And he, if, we were both frustrated. Mm-hmm. It just every now and then he'd do it, but and I'd reward him, but then he wouldn't. And it seemed to... I put it away for two or three weeks. Brought it out and said, okay, let's try this again. He went up and did it perfectly. Right. I, I about fell over. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was like... Latent learning or Something. whatever it is. Yeah. Yeah. It works. Yep. Cool. So break it into smaller steps. Be patient. Be patient. Take Maybe put it aside and work on something else. Or take a step back every once in a while to reinforce a difficult concept. And if you're not having fun, 
Go on to something else. Find something else. To, yeah. yeah. Go on to something else. You know, and I think right now it's a perfect trick because finally our weather is changing. Cooling. So now I'm, I can't wait to start wearing my slippers. Yes. <laughs> yes. I think it's a great time to teach them. Rio, that's what you're doing. All I've right. one of those lamps that you can just touch the base of it and it'll go on or off. So teaching him to touch that, to turn the lights on or not. Not that I can't roll over and do it myself, but you know. You're sounding not? really lazy. She's really I not am. that lazy. <laughs> I'm giving my dogs the joy of having a job. Uh-huh. <laughs> okay, so change of subject. We want some input from you, our listeners. We have done previous podcasts on road trips with dogs, tips for staying in hotels with dogs, tips for camping with dogs, but now we've got a new one. For those of you with RVs, we want to hear from you. Email us, liz at petliferadio.com. And we want to hear what tips do you have for RVing with dogs? Do you set up crates in your RV? Do you pack anything specific? Do you scotch guard the upholstery? Have you changed the carpet to linoleum? What are some of your ideas for RVing with dogs? Are there certain types of parks you like to go to? And if we get some good ideas, we will share your ideas on our podcast. And we'll give you credit for it. And we'll put them into use. And we'll put them mm-hmm. into use because we've got an RV now. Yahoo! <laughs> and we'll be taking a road trip in November and recording a podcast mm-hmm. from the RV. So we'd like some tips. Send us all your tips. Liz at PetLifeRadio.com. Good. What's our shopping list? What should be on it? Yeah. Yeah, you know? exactly. Yep. Yeah, we got the big one. We got the 29 footer. <laughs> well, what are we going to put in it? Don't leave home without this. Yep. Yeah. What exactly. is it? What is that thing? Right. Okay. Mm-hmm. So send us all your tips. All right. And um, we hope the suggestions for tricks were a help to you. And don't forget, you, you all know I wrote a book on tricks. The Complete Idiot's Guide to Trick Training. i got to give a little plug to that in there. And you see us in there with our dogs. Lots of pictures. Oh, and i got a motivation for you. You'll see a picture of Kate in a grass (laughs) skirt doing a trick with a German Shepherd. But she looks really good, my dog. Kate Kate in a grass skirt. Buy my book. (laughs) Just for that. My coconuts are covered. On that note, we'll leave you there. Bye. (laughs) Bye Bye-bye. Having a rough day? Longing for the dog days of summer? Think your fun furry friend lives a dog's life? Well, find out everything you're begging to know as Pet Life Radio presents It's a Doggy Dog World with pet expert and award-winning author Liz Palaika. Every dog has his day, and you'll find out how to make your dog's day fun and rewarding every week on demand. Only on PetLifeRadio.com.